good people welcome to another segment of game notes this is week three yay i'm excited um i'm just excited about my consistency that's all um to say i did it for three weeks that's 21 days that's pretty consistent so um i'm just pretty proud of myself um this week the topic is evaluation um some key focuses for this week was understanding secondly i felt like honesty with thyself ooh that's a tough one and i thought perseverance because you're going to persevere regardless regardless of the evaluation you're going to be able to withstand it, grow from it, and get better. Now, when people say evaluation or hear evaluation, they always feel like they're being graded, they're being judged, um, pretty much they're being evaluated. I hate to use the word in the definition, but pretty much you know you're being examined. You're being looked at, you're being looked over every move you make. In sports, that's an almost an automatic. As a coach, you are examined by your wins and losses, how you treat your players, how you make players get better, how do you get players to the next level. You're always being evaluated daily. Um, if you don't win, you'll get fired. You already know this is an at-will sport um, or at-will job, and they'll fire you for no reason. So you know um, a lot of coaches walk on that line of eggshells because any day it could be, hey, we ain't feeling that way, and we're going in a different direction. I know a ton of coaches that are here this as uh, have heard that before or given to their friends before. Hey, we're going in a different direction. So understand you're always being evaluated. That isn't necessarily a bad thing. I remember um, one of the years I was coaching, um, I really wanted to make it a point of why I was doing what I was doing, and I wanted to see it physically. This is the crazy coach in me. So I was like, I'm going to evaluate each player from tryouts, give it to a rubric, Whoever scores the most, you get it from there. Those who get the spots with the highest scores, we fill the roster spots that way. Um, very, um, what do they call that, metric system style. Like, I, I'm all numbers, so, you know, if you score the highest points, you make the roster off the evaluation of all the coaches, total all the points up. And then I wanted to do um, every, because basketball is pretty much a long season as far as how it goes from winter um, to spring almost, depending on how long you go. So I wanted to show evaluations from tryouts, evaluation to end of preseason, midway point in league, because, you know, at some point either we're going to end this season or we're going to be continuing, so midway through league, and then always a final evaluation from our returning players, as well as my seniors, because I want you to be able to excel to the next level. Now, if you're hearing that, you're probably thinking, one, oh, that's amazing, coach. You really broke it down. Or two, you're thinking like, oh, my God, she's a crazy person. How is she going to be able to do that? It got very difficult, but the most of the success, I could give my players tangible evaluations. I had their shooting percentage. I, we watched film together. You know, it was I would go over and write notes on their evaluation of how they needed to get better. Broke this down per quarter, per time we were going to do an evaluation evaluated the coaches because I didn't want people to think that this was based off my opinion or feeling or emotion. I just wanted to show the black and white. 
And sometimes that's what an evaluation brings. And we don't like to see that. That's that first point of understanding. Sometimes you have to gain understanding. Maybe it's black and white. Maybe it's something physically that happens to you. Maybe it's something that you don't even know is is occurring, but it is occurring. And that's how you're being evaluated. Mostly for players, your evaluation comes from, I would say, playing time. If I'm doing good and I'm playing good, I should be playing more, and that's my evaluation. There's other factors that we know that we've talked about during this segment, character, and things like that. How are you off the court? Are you off the field? Are you a good student? All those factors line in. But if I'm saying I'm handling all those things, most players are looking at their evaluation based off of if I play good, if I make a good play, I should stay continuously on the field, continuously on the court. Being evaluated. Take me out when I'm tired. There's also a process that goes through when you're being evaluated as a player with how you're recruited. So all we know, there's ranking, there's stars, there's everything that you can think of. Um, and that's pretty much people's evaluation of your overall game. And so to start that process of being normalized to being evaluated, it starts with your coach. Coaches, it's okay to evaluate your player's game. Whether it's looking at film, whether it's having one-on-one communication, whether it's putting the pieces together differently, you're going to have to evaluate this kid. And a key part of it that we talked about last week, go back and listen to the podcast, but a key part that we miss in this is we're not honest. Ding, 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 part two, part two, part two. We're not honest in our evaluation. Because sometimes we just evaluate based off emotion. Based off cater to the player. Sometimes we don't even evaluate. I'm going to be honest. Some coaches are just like, oh, we got talent. We good. Scout the other teams. I know coaches and programs that put more time into scouting other teams and knowing what other teams do more than actually having execution and game plans for themselves. So essentially, everybody's dealing with the pressures of being evaluated. The key component when you read the blog is, who are you being evaluated by? Why you are being evaluated? And who is your evaluation to glory? Lord, how mighty. When I'm out here on my mission, when I'm out here on my purpose, when I'm doing, letting my light shine through me to impact my players, I know one day I'm going to have a grand evaluation. I know now at the age I am at to know you're always going to be evaluated. Whether we call it judgment, hating, scrutinized, whatever you want to think of all the terminologies of evaluation. At some point in your life by now, you've been evaluated. You've been sized up. Response is key. Key, 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 key entangled with the honesty because if you're honest with yourself if you can look in the mirror and say hey i'm gonna take this feedback i'm gonna take this constructive criticism see a lot of athletes right now and coaches y'all run from constructive criticism somebody said you ain't got no jumper somebody said you you're big somebody said you you know you ain't got no left hand 
you get upset about that. But I can dunk. But I can shoot threes. But I can. It's always a rebuttal. Okay, cool. The next time you see me, I'm a killer. Everything left. I'm gonna look at you and hold my left hand. Up. <laughs> Next time I see you, oh, okay, pull-up jumpers, cold. Not getting my shots blocked. Not turning the ball over. Not fumbling the ball. Don't take everything as it's against you. Or don't take everything as I messed up, so dang, it's over. Just because we make mistakes, understand you're going to fall short. You got to fall before you can pedal, before you can have the confidence to ride. You're going to fall. You're going to fall short. We fall short every single day in our lives. God knows it. He said it. Now we should know it. We know because we've fallen before. That honesty. Be honest. When somebody gives me an evaluation or feedback... I take it in. Yep, cool. No emotion, no response. You got to be a cold. You got to be poker face. Cool, thanks. Appreciate it. Now, some things are going to go through one ear and out the other. And other things, maybe I've heard that from other people. Or maybe I'm thinking that myself. Or, you know, maybe my coach has told me this before. Or maybe my, my wife has told me this. Or maybe my husband has told me this before about my own game. Whether it's a player or a coach, Right? And then when you hear from somebody, it might be like, ding, ding, ding. Okay, dang. I'm hearing this from multiple people. Maybe I should work on this. Don't run away from the challenge in being evaluated. Let me show you how I've worked on it. Every year, if you go to the same tournament, you should get better. They should be like, man, that kid's progress is crazy. 707, man, that kid's progress is crazy. Because essentially, coaches want to see, are you getting better? And as you get better, teams get better. Teams get better, more success, more light, more shine on you. We all know things start with the coaches. Coaches set the tone for players being okay with being evaluated. And have your approach in your evaluation to be clear so that it's not based in emotion. I think one thing I've learned as a player and as a coach and as a human being is don't respond in emotion. Respond in logic. And it may take a day, two days to calm down because we got to have a quick, quick, quick response with this. We can't be like holding out this mid-season. I need you. Come on. So let's take a day or so to regroup. And that's why it's so strategic how and when you give your evaluations. Don't be afraid. ADs that may be listening to this podcast, challenge your coaches to be outstanding individuals. As citizens and as head coaches. But also be comfortable enough To hire coaches that are going to challenge them. Because this generation doesn't like to be challenged. They're the microwave generation. They're the internet generation. Generation X, Y, Z, whatever they call. And they are 
used to instantaneous success, instantaneously being good at things, instantaneously getting knowledge and all of that. That's going to translate to sports because these are the kids that we're coaching. And I think sometimes ADs run away from truly evaluating coaches. And evaluation doesn't have to be negative. I said it again. This is not coming from a negative connotation. Just because you're being evaluated doesn't mean I'm trying to get you fired. Maybe I want to see something in you. Or I see something in your leadership that can grow and expound and benefit the kids. ADs and coaches got to work together. I'm a firm believer of that. That's one reason why I want to be an AD. Because I really want to be able to put a, a core group of coaches that are going to get kids not only opportunities. Schwartz provides opportunity. Extracurricular should provide opportunity. So I am keen, whether it's a, I got to write a letter for you to get an academic scholarship or I got to send this film off for you to get a, a basketball scholarship. I want coaches that are willing to put them out into the community as effective community leaders, workers, contributors, as well as academically sound students. So I got to challenge you if I'm an AD at some points to maybe not just keep winning championships. Man, coach, you won that section championship again. That's great. Maybe I hit you on, man, coach, hey, we had about four or five kids that could get D1. Let me help you and let me work with you to help these kids get to the next level. So the next five kids that we come in, they say, man, we sent some kids to college, and we got better, and we won state, and we won. You know what I'm saying? It's all about evaluating your talent, coaching and players, evaluating the leadership, ADs and coaches, and really putting them in the best place for success. Success is destined, but there's going to be some things that got to happen along the way. Like in episode one, when we talked about character, when episode two, we talked about coaches leadership, go back and check them out, man. I was going in on them too. I see so many things because not only am I a reporter, broadcaster, journalist, podcaster, in sports, and talking sports all day. But I also work at a school where I see athletes, interact with athletes. I've been a teacher, taught students from middle school to high school, coached, played. I think I got enough background to convince you to listen to at least the ideology and the thought process. Because I'm very different. Understand that. Very different. Because I think... Difference is key to overall success. Yes, I think you're a great AD, but I'm going to challenge you to be great. That's just a a part of my leadership. I want to see the best in you. And if you think you've reached the best, how can I pull out more out of you? Because when you're the best, you can do what you're the best at at 25-35%. Because it's natural. I don't have to put effort towards that. So why not use that energy where I'm not using it on my strength? Just, re, you know, always retuning the strength. Always, I use it every day. So I'm going to continue to be my strength. But let me conserve some of that percentage somewhere else where it's also a strength of mine. And I can give a little bit more of that. You're going to be okay if you're doing things with the right intention, the right heart. 
when you get evaluated. Your mindset is key. That's why I think coaches bring you evaluations at key moments. Players understand you get evaluated. When I got to college, we were evaluated every single second of the day when I was with my coaches. Quick, quick little story. So I would go my freshman year, I'm coming in, and we would play open gym. And an assistant coach would always come. We would go to the rec. Assistant coach would always come and watch us. And then, you know, just watching, watching effort, watching who getting off, watching. And, you know, that's easy. Easy for a freshman to get out there and get gun home, get happy, get buckets. You know, we know system. This is just open gym. So coaches will watch you. Then you get into a mode where, okay, y'all can have contact. So now you're having individuals. So you're having a 30-minute, maybe 45-minute workout twice a week. Plus all your weight room stuff. So you got coaches evaluating, watching you 24-7. They got your groups broken up, maybe into a, a matchup combination. They may be looking, position battles, anything. You don't know. You're being evaluated. <laughs> your job is just to shut up and show up. Boom, you're being evaluated. Everything is timed. I don't ever remember running in college and it wasn't timed. And I'm telling you, coaches, you talk about y'all want to evaluate your player's heart, your player's conditioning, your player's commitment. Run them timed. Do you know how many high school coaches, high school players I know and that I talk to say they don't time players when they run why because you don't want to hurt their feelings because you don't want to make them run over and over you're okay with telling them oh nope we got another one somebody didn't make it oh no no how let's just make it black and white make the time or don't and when you don't we're gonna run again it shows so much that little evaluation shows so much out of a player because I've been on both sides I've been the f that I don't care I ain't running I ain't making it and I've also been the player who almost tore their ACL to make a time. Dove on the floor, split my chin. I- I've had some crazy stories as far as running and trying to make my times. And that's something that I don't see a lot of coaches do anymore. It irritates me to a, a key. But try that evaluation. And not just in preseason. Conditioning is all year. But try that and be challenging. See, the evaluation is supposed to be a challenge to bring out something. To snap something out of you. I don't got to yell at you. I don't got to argue with you. Sometimes I may need to get on you. But maybe I need to put a challenge in front of you to see if you're going to be able to face the challenge. Because when you're talking about what we're asking these athletes to do, athletes, when you're talking about what you're trying to accomplish, you got to run through a few walls. You got to knock down a few challenges. You got to beat down a few Goliaths. That's just a fact. You're being evaluated in every move that you make. Challenges and obstacles are a part of life. And that's a big part of sports. You got to be able to get through a few things to show 
okay, am I really good enough or am I not? There has to be some rubric, some grading chart to show that overall improvement, success, lack of improvement, digression, anything. So let's embrace being evaluated. You know, I know it's, I get this a lot and maybe it's, that's why it's every week it's been dead on for me. It's been dead on. God been working good. It's been dead on because like when I, as a broadcaster, I, I assume everybody feels they're being evaluated by me. <laughs> every play, every call, I'm looking at their X's, their O's, their offense, how they run. I'm watching film on them. I'm coming to scout them. I'm an obsessed brain like that in this sports business. So, as I was as a coach, as I was as a player, that's just translated to broadcasting. It hasn't, it hasn't died down. I'm in it. I'm locked in. So everybody feels like maybe some people feel like they're being evaluated. They're being evaluated by me or my by Will or whoever. But it's like understand, um, evaluation is good, and all my evaluations honestly are for you to be better. Because I see something that maybe could benefit you that you may have not saw, that you may have not thought of. I know I owe a few people evaluations. I'm working on those. I'm working. (laughs) But it's like, don't be afraid to be evaluated. Understand that it has to come from a good place. And when it comes from a good place, it makes more impact. And that's to coaches. That's why I said don't say things under duress don't say things under high intense emotion don't say things under pressure because when we do it may not be a true honest genuine evaluation it may not and then being able to accept the challenges and jump over them and handle them and knock them out the park that's a true test of your perseverance Because a lot of y'all, without the challenge, you wouldn't be where you are. Without the evaluation of somebody telling you, man, I'll never forget my junior, I think it was my junior year, um, an AAU coach by the name of Davin Johnson. Shout out my boy uh, Davin, um, AAU coach in North Carolina League, really known in this Northern California area, um, coached a little stint at UOP. And, man, I remember – he would recruit all the kids. Like, all my homies was being recruited by him. Um, he would go to their games. He would watch. He would see how good they are. He would sit real mysterious, real real fly, real fly white guy. You know what I'm saying? Real Robin Thicke-like. And um, <laughs> and he um, would sit. He would go to all the games. He would watch everybody. All my homies play for him, essentially. And my junior, end of my junior year, man, I seen him at the Optimus game out here, one of the All-Star games in Sacramento, and I saw him, man, and I was just like, look, man, what's up? Why you ain't hit me up? Why you ain't, you know, man, I'm one of the top players in the city. You know, I'm I'm advocating for myself. <laughs> you understand? I'm 16 years old, 17 years old. I'm trying to advocate for myself. Like, man, I want to play on your team, and I want an opportunity. But you give it everybody's opportunity. So what's up? Man, he 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 gave me his evaluation. <laughs> he gave me his evaluation, and he was like, "Man, you got a bad attitude. I don't know if you're good for the brand. I don't know if you're good for what I'm doing. But 
I hear you got tremendous talent. All you know, all the girls, you know, all my homies have my back. So all the girls are saying you're pretty good. You know, they want you to participate. So I'm gonna give you an invite to the tryouts. Boom. Another evaluation. Took that feedback. And I couldn't do nothing but taking this feedback because I knew I had a bad attitude. <laughs> I was a hell of a player, bad attitude. For sure, I own that 100%. Um, it was just more so my intensity and passion. Like the passion and drive I have to want to be good, want to be great. If you know me, you know that passion can be intense. And like I said, I'm 16, 17 years old. I don't really know how to control all that or do I wasn't like other players. I knew that from a fact, and I just had a different I had a different chip on my shoulder. And so I took that, what he told me, and I went to the tryouts. I'll never forget it was a two-day tryout. Um, I went to the tryouts, did my thug thizzle, you know what I'm saying? I did my thug thizzle, balled out, did my thing, um, and got his respect. And at the end of the tryouts, I'll never forget every single coach in that tryout. It was like, man, you was one of the top five in the gym the whole time. I loved your energy, loved loved what you brought. You know, he even came up to me and was like, man, you, you got that crazy energy. I think I'm a rock with it. I like it. You know, I was super positive. I just made a shift, and I had a couple weeks to get ready for that tryouts. But I wanted to be top five in all the running. I wanted to be top five in everything. It just, that evaluation catapulted me. Just imagine if he was too scary as a coach to give the evaluation. I was too timid as a player to take the evaluation. My life probably wouldn't be where it is right now. Probably wouldn't have got a scholarship. Probably wouldn't have got opportunities. So understand, I say that story to tell all y'all, coaches, players, even parents, you know, embrace genuine, true evaluation. Give it as constant as you can. It's just giving them feedback to be ready, to be great, and to also challenge them to be the true player and person that you are meant to be. Hey, I love y'all. It's been another amazing segment. Hey, keep up. I'm going to keep it, man. Week four, we coming with that heat. Peace.